Deep in the bowels of Moore Hall Podcast Room, two mild-mannered CM Life newspaper editors harbor an unknown power. With this power comes great responsibility. Harken now your ears to the raving geeks! Hey everybody, welcome to our weekly point-counterpoint argument discussion. It wouldn't be raving geeks if the two of us weren't foaming at the mouth trying to disprove each other's theories. So today you can all uh, witness the verbal beatdown of the editor-in-chief of CM Life as uh, Ben Solis sits here in the chair and takes a little bit of a pounding. What do you say to that? Hey guys, and uh, let me uh, set the record straight here. Not gonna happen. Uh, This man doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, he is a fool, and uh, he likes really, really bad comic heroes. So I'm going to show him what's up and why uh, his opinions don't matter. And, um, yeah. So we're going to talk about Spider-Man, and I think I'll do the gracious thing uh, as gracious. the victor. And I'll just let you go ahead and, and deliver your three-point plan, as you said. You know who else had a three-point plan? Hitler. And that didn't work out so good for him. Oh, it worked did. out until they invaded, but uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's not go there. Let's not get into that. Um yeah, so this is a threat versus menace. Uh, if you know anything about Spider-Man, uh, he is maligned by his uh, local newspaper, the the bastion of uh, credibility, and uh, you know, uh, yeah, the Daily Bugle. Beautiful, beautiful piece of journalism there. Um, and I'm going to tell you today why I agree with the uh, great J. Jonah Jameson, um, a, a man of his word. Uh, why Spider-Man really, really, really sucks, and why uh, Malachi is a fool for liking him. Um, so let's start off with the first point. Uh, I'm offended by Spider-Man because he's not really a journalist. If you, uh, if you look at any of these other comic book characters who are journalists, uh, they hold their alter ego jobs uh, in high regard. Uh, they go out and they find really good stories. Clark Kent. Clark Kent has never written a story about himself as Superman once. He saves that stuff for Lois. What's he doing? He's in the city. He's covering poverty. He's covering crime. He's making a difference, both behind his tights and out of his tights. Spider-Man is absolutely the complete antithesis of that. The man takes photos of himself constantly. Then he tries to sell them to the newspaper for a buck. Now, if I had superhero powers and I went out and took pictures of myself, I'd be an And I don't do that. Spider-Man is an asshole. And on the subject of J. Jonah Jameson, uh, as an editor-in-chief, I understand the need for uh, respect in the newsroom. Uh, sometimes you don't get it, and you feel a little put off. But uh, I will say this. That man does not respect his editor one little bit. J. Jonah Jameson is a saint, all right? That man has put out so much for the people of whatever the hell his city is. I don't even know what it is. I don't even care. Spider-Man sucks. It's New York. Is it New York? Yes. It's basically New York. So anyway, the city of New York is better for Joe Jonah Jameson. And what does he do? Spider-Man comes in his office. He gives him angina. All right? Guy has a heart attack. He's got to yell at Spider-Man. He's got to yell at all this other stuff. Meanwhile, the man's just trying to put out a newspaper. His daily routine is greatly affected because of this little twerp and freaking red pants. <laughs> now, moving on. The pants are blue, actually. The well, boots are red. Well, what, he, no, he's got a red suit, man. Yeah, but you said pants. Well, the, the pants are specifically blue. The, the question is, is Spider-Man really wearing pants underneath that suit? <laughs> Probably not. That's a topic for another day. Um, but yes, terrible storylines. That's my second point. Ever since I was a kid, I read the Golden Age Marvel stuff. I read all of it. Submariner, Fantastic Four, and even Spider-Man. And not once, even as a child, did I enjoy those Spider-Man comics. They were hokey. They were boring. The villain's frankly quite sucked and his backstory is just pretty lame um i think it gives nerds a bad name not just reading the crap but looking at his character too 
If anybody knows the story of Peter Parker, he is a uh, young high school student studying science, mathematics, goes to visit a lab and gets bit by a radioactive spider. Now, I don't know about you guys, but any nerd within the universe knows not to get anywhere near the spiders. Let them out of their cages and uses the proper safety mechanics to, uh, to not let that ever happen. He's a twerp. He doesn't know what he's doing, and that's why he got bit. Uh, and that's awful. And he's also really snarky, too, man. He gives us all a bad name. Like, I'm not that snarky. You're not that snarky. But this guy runs around cracking jokes, running into shit, and uh, doesn't even care. And uh, that's why I hate Spider-Man. But I digress. There is one more point, and I will make it, is that the movie universe is absolutely god-awful. From beginning to end, from the genesis of this whole entire superhero movie craze, Spider-Man has been at the forefront of it, and he really hasn't done much. Tobey Maguire was a terrible actor. He is still a terrible actor, and he has brought these movies down so low that by the third act, it was just unwatchable. Uh, and then you move on to the Amazing Spider-Man stuff, even more unwatchable. They're just really lame, they're really hokey, and no matter how many good Hollywood stars you get involved with it, they're still gonna suck. And that why, that is why Spider-Man is terrible. Well, I hope you all... Uh... Boom, baby, boom! <laughs> you all can uh, join the discussion again. I know some of you probably skipped ahead to see when Ben would shut up. Uh, but now the real master and really the only one who's uh, educated enough to take this phony down. Malachi is rolling up his sleeves right now, ladies and gentlemen. He's actually rolling up his sleeves. They're, they're at uh, elbow level. I'm not playing around. <laughs> elbow length. Are you going to loosen your tie, too? I probably should. Yeah, Hang on. Loosen your tie a little bit. Yeah. <sighs> Let my neck breathe a little bit. Use this ar uh, all this uh, air going around. Yeah, yeah the, the top, top button, button too. Guys, Malachi is popping it off right now. <laughs> it's getting hot. It's kind of gross. <laughs> okay, first there's something I'd like to address. The journalism side, I can I can absolutely say, uh, you're probably right on that. You know, unethical to take photos of yourself, absolutely. sure. Absolutely. But J. Jonah Jameson is the most biased hack of an editor I've ever seen. You know the title of this, Threat or Menace? That is a headline that he wrote, choosing between... Those two things, as if Spider-Man is either a threat or a menace. There's no in-between. This man religiously dogs a public figure who's done nothing but good for the community, saved hundreds of lives, but because of some bullshit personal agenda, J. Janison has sacrificed all of his integrity as a journalist, someone who has years and years in the field, unlike Peter Parker, who for a majority of his uh, comic career is somewhere between the ages of 16 and like 24, somewhere in there. Very young guy. How old are you, Ben? How old am I? Yeah, you're I, around I, the same age as Spider-Man. I, I like not to disclose my age. Yeah, I don't believe Gordon, that you can compare. I'm an old man. Uh, you can't compare the college student journalistic mentality to that of a professional like J. Jonah Jameson. Excuse me, did he go to college to be a journalist? Oh no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Did he even go to college? Oh, That's J. Jonah Jameson's fault for hiring this freelance photographer, basically out of high school. Yeah. So anyway, the other thing, uh, terrible storylines aside, that's that's a given. Uh, you know. Clone Saga was a thing that happened, so let's all get past that. Um, but I'm going to come back to that a little bit later. Some of the things that you say as him being flawed because he takes pictures of himself is actually something that's built into the core of the character, which I'm going to break down right now for you. You see, unlike someone like Batman, Batman is a child's fantasy story. Only someone who is a child could see their parents die and decide that I will end all crime forever. And you know what? Essentially, he does it. That's true. But that's a very childlike thing that he does. Alfred is essentially his dad who he can tell, screw you, I'm going to eat ice cream and jump on the bed all day. I'm going to have a fancy car and all the gadgets, and it's going to be great. You know, Batman really, for all of his vengeance and everything, he doesn't suffer that much from the loss of his parents. In fact, it's something that frees him to be Batman. 
to be this global philanthropist while also having the time of his life. Because you know what? Batman is having a lot of fun. You have to agree with that. Only if he's like the god man from Frank Miller. I actually like that very much. I do too. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Peter Parker is a teenage fantasy. Peter Parker is a very... He's very young when he becomes Spider-Man. He's 16 years old. He's bullied in high school. He's made fun of. So when he gets these amazing spider powers, what is the first thing that he does? He becomes a professional wrestler. He looks for fame and fortune. He tries to beat people down. Because you know what? He's a kid. He's not experienced enough yet. And because of his foolishness, it causes the death of his Uncle Ben. And you know what? That leads to the most important part of Spider-Man's character, and that is guilt. Batman can't really be guilty about the death of his parents. There are oh, some sure there are some things where oh, they sure say, "Oh yeah, he, you know, he wanted to leave the movie or whatever uh, early." It's that little shithead. And fault. and because of that, they went into the alley. I don't really buy into that. He's a kid. There's nothing he can do to save his parents. Spider Man just... has no. You can't. Quick time, <laughs> just, just for reference. Yeah, quick sure. Okay, you said he. The first thing he did was when he became a professional wrestler. right? Pretty much, yeah. The, was it the only sole reason to make money and he knew he could win with his new yeah, powers? Yeah, absolutely. To get a car. That's a fantastic, yeah. fantastic point, Colton. That's not, that's not to my detriment. This is our voice of reason here, I ladies mean, and gentlemen. No, take it as you will. That's not to the detriment of my argument, though, if you'll listen to what I'm trying to say. Okay. Spider-Man does begin very selfishly, okay? But anyway, back to the guilt. Okay. Spider-Man absolutely could have stopped the death of his Uncle Ben. That's what really kills him so much. Is because Spider-Man has these powers, and he learns about the responsibility to use those powers. It's a burden that he has these powers. It's a burden that his family's dead. Because Spider-Man can't ever give up being Spider-Man because he realizes if he does, there are innocent people like Uncle Ben out there who are going to get hurt. Okay? That's a much more driving factor than crime. Criminals are cowardly. No, it's a much more human look at the character. He's driven. He's not determined. Spider-Man is driven because he realizes if he ever stops being Spider-Man, there are people out there that can suffer. So what does he do? The 16-year-old kid, maybe 18 at this point, who knows? He becomes Spider-Man. He becomes Spider-Man. I think that's a very important thing, too. He's pretending to be an adult in these kind of early stages. He's got this persona. He's, uh, he's cocky, he's like shooting quips, because behind the mask, he's really just a kid. Much like Ben Solis's geek persona is a very fluffed up version of Benjamin Solis. It's very much the same thing. He's hiding behind a thinly veiled mask. I've got my peacock on right now. Yeah, totally. Um, so that's why I like him. That's why I like Spider-Man just as a character. I think he's very fascinating in that regard. From a story standpoint, first of all, he has one of the most iconic costumes in comics, which is not an easy thing to do, mind you. It's a very... Okay, what, you're shaking your head? You got a lot of kids' costumes, right? I have a lot of kids' I mean, I mean, Spider-Man's got a lot of kids' costumes, right? So and does you, Batman you and every, see, Superman uh, and everybody not else. Not quite, not quite. Yeah, they have the same ratio of kids' uh, costumes. I don't believe so. They absolutely do. That's a ridiculous I've point. I've seen more Spider-Man costumes on kids than Batman. I don't know if that's true. Batman's violent, man. Kids won't let the... Kids will, love Batman. Parents won't let their kids go see real Batman movies. A version man. of Batman is violent. Oh, sure. Costumes, costumes are equally distributed. I think Malachi is sweating a little bit here, but I'm going to let him finish his third point. I'm really not. And this is only the third point of several. <clears throat> you all right there? Anyway, he's got a great costume. Many iconic costumes throughout his time, too. And you can kind of say that about any superhero, I suppose. But uh, some of my favorite comic costumes are of Spider-Man's. Um, from a story standpoint, his power set is not too strong that he can't be put in a story maybe where he's got to deal with muggers or a kidnapping and it can still be a dynamic dramatic story but he's not too powerful 
as well where um or he's not too underpowered where he can't take on some of the more super powered uh people in the marvel universe and often he's looked to as someone who can bring the group together and he's in a lot of those big tie-in books too um because of the way his power set works he's can be drawn very dynamically there's a lot of classic spider-man poses that you probably wouldn't find in other uh superman heroes or not superman heroes superheroes i would say um look at the stuff that todd mcfarlane was able to do with spider-man it's awesome um anyway so movies brought up the terrible extended universe you have written on your sheet right there it actually says that terrible extended universe yeah it totally does um and i'm just you know from the beginning let's look at ourselves when did spider-man one come out 2001 2002 2001 2001 um so by then superhero movies weren't really legitimate anymore thanks to a couple of stinkers in the batman line of movies that basically derailed all superhero movies for well, a solid i mean for a solid like eight years almost a decade i would say fair no, no let's not no one including myself even considers either of those two movies real movies let alone that they even happened well they definitely happened. No, i don't I, I cry myself to sleep every night spider-man so. one was a fantastic film completely right. legitimized spider-man yeah. i think toby Maguire was a fine spider-man uh he was definitely awkward enough he didn't really quite have the body type, and he he, fine, he had that dopey face, you know. And I don't really like Tobey Maguire's bitch face. But is that, is that RBD rest or, or resting? RDF resting uh, dope face. Dope face, yeah. Resting dope face, probably. Yeah, you know, but he did all right in the role. Kirsten Dunst was great. It had Willem Dafoe, man. Willem Dafoe is Green Goblin. That's cool. You can't ever beat that. Spider-Man 2, which is widely considered one of the best superhero movies still to this day. I don't want to hear any about your dumb Nolan trilogy. Because I love the Nolan trilogy and everything, but it doesn't like negate all other superhero movies. They're different kinds of films. That had a very realistic portrayal of things, just like you know you may want. And uh, you know, I had Doc Ock and everything. It was great. Good movie. Spider-Man 3 happened. Whatever. Let's move past it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's, hold, let's hold the train here for yeah. a second. We all know Spider-Man We have to stop. spend... <clears throat> Ages and ages, grueling and and just just grieving over Batman and Robin, and dare I say, Batman Forever, which was not, honestly not that terrible a movie. I will I will concede that. I hated that one. But yet the Spider Man three is glossed over with yeah. with bated breath. I did that for comedic effect. I'm actually gonna absolutely talk about Spider Man three. Spider Man three had the the workings of a good film, but it just got really confused because of the the kind of corporate. Let's put a bunch of villains in here so we can sell a bunch of toys type of thing. You know, I was very disappointed with Spider-Man 3. I will say that it still kind of rocks me to the core today. Uh, I went and saw it in IMAX when it came out. It was wow, kind of a tradition. A bummer, man. It was a tradition. It's like a big screen of just oh, yeah. disappointment. It was a tradition back in the day to go go see some of these movies in IMAX. And I remember just walking out of the theater and that long drive home from Kalamazoo to Battle Creek just being baffled the whole time. I would have cried. Just being sad. Yeah, so that was pretty disappointing. But at that point, you know, it already gotten the ball rolling. It allowed the really, I think it reopened the door, those Spider-Man movies, for the superhero franchises that we see today. And you really can't uh, detract it for having one bad entry in the series. Um, the Amazing Spider-Man that came out and The Amazing Spider-Man 2 were both kind of panned by critics. And, uh, and yeah, Ben Yeah, and myself. Um, I think the first movie totally went off the rails when it decided that Everyone was going to be lizards. That was the plot that Spider-Man had to, to fight. It was just lizardization. The lizardude. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta watch out, kids. The lizardation of America. Spider-Man, the lizarding. The lizarding? Yeah. Just, yeah. That was pretty dumb. But you know what? I really liked, uh, what was his name? Andrew Garfield? The Spider-Man? He really felt like Spider-Man. He was this dopey, awkward kid. Some people were like, oh, he's too cool. He skateboards. Whatever. Screw you guys. Even Colton groaned at that. 
I, Colton has no merit Colton here. Colton has he's just, terrible taste. Colton's and a nerd, but he's like an audio nerd. He's not a comic book nerd. Guys do, like, whatever. Your film Andrew ta- Garfield was horrible. Your Spider-Man. film tastes are already in High five, Colton. In High doubt. five over the mic. I, I like Spider-Man This is the lot. guy. This is the guy who said the Shia LaBeouf really was great. Yeah, yeah. Movie. I didn't say he was great. You listen, man. This, this, this is a plug back to listen. You agreed that Shia LaBeouf and Simeon's were a great thing. I did not That's say Shia LaBeouf Colton. was a great thing. I said get rid of Shia LaBeouf and it would have been. All right, we're not going thing. down this track again. Yep. Uh, yep. No time travel on the Arabian Geeks episode two. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, it's good. That's a plug. Also, mm-hmm. buy uh, Jiffy peanut butter or mm-hmm. something. They're not our sponsors. Yeah, yeah. But... Pabst Blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is brought to you by Pabst Blue Ribbon. All right. <laughs> Hey you! Are you a young college kid? You looking for something on the? Are yeah. you are you done yet? Are you gonna are you gonna get to a point here? Or are you just gonna ramble on the about whole point you know, is Andrew your, your boner for Spider Man? I was trying to justify the Spider Man movies a little bit, but I mean, yeah, there's really not much to be said. I like Spider Man too, but not a lot of people liked Amazing Spider Man two either. But just because of really Andrew Gar or Anthony Andrew Andrew Andrew, so you don't even yeah. know his name. What do I need to know How, the actor's kind of name fandom? for? I know every person who's ever played Batman in the entirety of the just the history. We should do one of those. Oh, best yeah, Batman. we could. We could. Yeah, best we could do Batman, that. We'll, we'll save that for later. We won't blow blow Can that Right now? All the Batmans? Yeah, in order. Batman. In order? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I can. Yes, Batman, thank you, Malachi. Uh, the, only one, the only one I can't do is the serial Batman from the 30s. That's the only one I can't do. But in order, we had Adam West. Then uh, we had, of course, Keaton. Michael Keaton. Uh, from there, directly after that, we had Kevin Conroy on the animated series. That was followed up by the <laughs> by the uh, terrible uh, what's his name Val Kilmer, who uh, who started the nipple craze, and then uh, George Clooney. We lest lest we forget. Uh, from then on, we had a couple different Batman's in the animated universe. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Bruce. Uh, Bruce. 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 Springsteen. No, not Springsteen. Oh God. Oh God. I would. <laughs> He's the guy, he's the boss in uh, Dinner for Schmucks. You know, oh. the guy. Crap. The guy. But I know his name is Bruce, which is awesome that his name was Bruce in there, too. And oh. then, uh, yeah. And then, of course, Christian Bale. And now we have the awesome Ben Affleck. So, yeah. Awesome, Suck it, Malachi. That's a whole different argument. We yeah, we're going to talk about Affleck, Affleck in awesome. a different time. Anyway, we're getting off track a little bit here. I will, uh, I'll pass the mic back over to you. You can make your closing Okay, arguments. thank you. Uh, Malachi, that was, a, that was a good effort. I, uh, I I appreciate your zeal on this, man. Uh, you know, every every bad comic book character needs a fan. And uh, I'm... Hold on, I'm getting joked up here. I'm just happy that Spider-Man has someone he could turn to. Like Malachi. Um... Let's be frank. The common good is served much, much, much more with someone like a Batman than someone like a kid running around in tights with superpowers crashing shit. I mean, crashing the, guy, shit. the guy basically almost blew up New York by not putting that nuclear reactor in Spider-Man 2 in the water in time. Imagine he uh, actually. I think Doctor Octopus was the one who almost blew things up. Spider Man was the one nah, saving the man. day. Nah, man. Doctor Doctor Octopus is a product of society, man. There's yeah. too much repression, man. Okay. Anyway, uh, point being, the common good is served much, much more for someone like Batman. He's willing to take the risks. He's willing to take the fall for things. How is Spider Man not willing to take the risk let's, and fall? Let's just put it this way. Not since the very beginning. Have Batman's not or uh, Spider-Man's not wearing hockey pads. He's not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> I will. I will, Okay, I can test. That's that's hockey. a little. He gets silly. shot. He bleeds. Who is Spider-Man? <laughs> Where is he? 
Uh, yeah, no, I, I just, I just, I mean, the newspapers really beginning of this whole thing. I mean, newspapers have always kind of characterized these combo characters as, as evil and menaces to their society and menaces to the city. But very quickly, they changed their tunes. They have never changed their tune on Spider-Man, and that's not a J. Jonah Jameson thing. That is, the majority of the city feels that this guy's a dick. That's ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. They have a parade for him in Spider-Man 3. Yeah, well... Spider-Man Appreciation Day. Spider-Man Appreciation Day and is Spider-Man 1 on the, on the Queensboro Bridge, the New Yorkers help him. Doesn't, like, an entire building fall on New York while that's going on? No, no buildings fall anywhere. That's Spider-Man 2, right? No, in Spider-Man 2, he stops the train from crashing, and uh, the people all save him, and the kids say that they forget about... What's the building falling down? Is that Spider-Man 3? I don't think any... Oh, yeah. The building does fall down. Yeah. There's, like, some kind of crane accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has nothing to do with him. It's all Spider-Man's fault. No, it's not. (laughs) Everything. the Sandman did it. Might have. I think he may have had a sandy uh, hand these, in it. These movies suck. Anyway, um, but you, okay. So you talked about you know him teaming up with people and like doing these kind of things, and that's really really cool. I'm glad that he's like involved with friends. Uh, I'm glad he has friends. But if you look at someone like Batman, right, in the Justice League, Batman chooses to come and go with the Justice League. He lets them know when he's going to participate, and then he very very sternly lets them know when he's not going to participate. For those of you who can't see this at home, I'm flipping off the camera because that's what Batman does to the Justice League every single day. That's a microphone, Ben. He doesn't care. You camera, see his incredibility. Camera, he microphones. He's not a credi- He doesn't even know what There's the a little red light on it. It's definitely taking pictures of me. The NSA. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's uh, Batman and his bitches. Usually is, is what the right? Justice League is. Batman and his bitches. He chooses to come and go. He does not attend to their, uh, their hero crap, uh, much like Spider-Man, who's just kind of looking for a way in. So... Uh, I think it's safe to say we both care very deeply about this subject. Mm. And uh, no matter what we do, we're not going to change each other's minds. But I also think it's safe to say that I won because you agreed with like every point that I had. Well, thank you guys for coming. Uh, I appreciate you listening to this. And the grand champion is... That's Alec Barrett. Thank you very uh, much. Womp, See, womp. I incorporated your points into my own thesis, and I I worked off them a little bit. You meanwhile, you just completely disregarded everything that I said. Listen, yeah. Malik has got some good points. I'll give it to him. Um, I just I really hate Spider Man. I can't I can't get over it, man. I will never get over it. Maybe uh, maybe it's you know because Spider Man didn't accept me, child. Yeah. You know. This goes deeper. This goes back to the days in therapy. Yeah. I never thought about you know? that. Maybe maybe he didn't resonate with me. Yeah. For another time. Maybe all you need is a spider friend. Oh. 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 <laughs> Maybe the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man yeah. come knocking on my doorstep. Maybe so. I don't think so. Screw him. Screw his mama. Screw Aunt May. By the way, the Aunt May rumors are completely false. Yeah, that's not a thing. Don't believe it. Never, don't believe the hype. Never was a thing. So, guys, uh, thank you for letting us uh, geek out, geek off a little bit. And uh, uh, we will continue this with other topics of, of merit, point counterpoints. Uh, thank you to our uh, gracious host, Colton. Uh, and uh, we'll see you soon. See you guys next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.